You're listening to Season 4 of Views from the Bridge, your second favorite podcast about the Philadelphia Union. We are a part of the Beautiful Game Network. For soccer podcasts, writing, and any other content, visit bgn.fm. Let's get right to it. Do we want to be a good team, or do we want to be f***ing great? Doing the thing, seeing the people. Um... Hey everybody, welcome to Vias and Bridge, your second favorite Philadelphia Union podcast. Mathematically proved to be most of the time your host, Evan Malala here. Good to see you, good to be seen. Um, man, it's it's nice to have games to talk about. Um, I digress. Before I do that, uh, he's really busy. He's probably really enjoying Tottenham's just destruction of whoever they've been playing recently, really. Um, and, I mean, you know, he's a Union fan too, which is why he's here. It's Chuck Booth. Um, I mean, honestly, seeing Tottenham's game was just kind of sad this week. Like, you don't want to see a team perform as badly as Everton did. No. No. But it's not the worst thing in the world. Oh, uh, no. I mean, I've seen plenty of things that are close to the worst thing in the world with this team. So Mm. I'll take what I can get, especially... um, I don't even know. I've got nothing. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, moving on. Speaking of got nothing, uh, he had nothing better to do today, so he spent the last four hours of his life, I think, in Photoshop. And um, he's probably thought of at least 20 different victory laps or apologies discussing Michael. Uh, huh? Not going to say. It's Paul Trino Jr. He's here. Uh, yeah, most of that Photoshop was trying to get my casa team off the ground and ready to roll for this season we got yeah, coming man. up uh it's it's fun to see how much goes into running a club mm-hmm. uh it's really fun to start writing positions that i would love to replace with a different person instead of myself mm-hmm. but i'm very mm-hmm. i'm very happy to be doing this and looking forward to the start of the season at least now I have union soccer to distract me from the soccer. I will actually be getting my ass kicked in on a weekly basis. And enjoying every second of it. Sure. Yep. So uh, two games, both the regular season games. In fact, double, double feature, double feature. Uh, Oh, and, 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 uh, might be important to let everybody know we're going to do every two weeks. I'm sure we've talked about this and then I think we all forgot about it. And now we're here. Um, Yeah. Every, every two weeks during the season, you'll probably see something from us just so that we can, I don't know, be a little more consistent, have a little bit more to talk about whenever we're recording that whole thing. Uh, That being said, Hey, uh, Philadelphia Union, go to Minnesota and get a one, one draw. You you, uh-huh. you cannot let the inflated stakes of this season weigh on the fact that a road point yep. is a good point. Um, see, Pretty much nine times out of ten. It's like, I don't even really have anything to say about this game because I feel like you have to take the context of the first two together, um, especially considering that... The Union looked like they were playing a preseason game. Um, mm-hmm. 
and uh, some, well, one member of the team, one Olivier Mbizo, uh paid for still being in preseason form in the second game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a... Uh... When it comes to Jim Curtin and uh, criticizing his players, um, he doesn't do that very often. So when he's asked bluntly uh, what the reason was for Mbizo's pull, and he just straight up says performance, you have you have wronged him hey, in some way, shape, or form. I mean, he wants competition. We want competition. We got it. And I uh, couldn't be happier when that um. When that Reynoso fellow isn't getting arrested, he's pretty good on a soccer field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If only he could stop doing the first thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be cool. Be great. Mm-hmm. I hope that was on his New Year's resolution list. Yeah, it presumably... it's, not going, it's not going great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it does seem like he's going to be cleared, but it was really funny, like, writing Minnesota United's preview and being like, yeah, so, like, if none of their players go to jail this season, they'll make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a wide net of the club. Chuck yeah. Booth is just letting all you guys know at Minnesota that we really do have a chance this year. If they avoid incarceration, any team in MLS can make the play. That should have been your 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 your, your lead-in. Be like, barring prison sentences, anyone has a shot this year in Major League Soccer. Anyway, Minnesota United. Um, no, yeah, I like a a a very okay road point again. First game of the season. Well, you take um, it. It's fine. well, actually, there is one player who does need to be called out for good reasons. Um, the player who's been replaced is it five or six times now for the union. Uh, the one, the one we know as Mister Scory Burke. Um, Mister Scory Burke, a new um, this this is second kid, right? Yes, I be, I'm pre- pre- mm. pretty sure this is the second. Yes, we we should yes. keep better tabs on this, but like ninety nine percent sure that this is a second kid. I mean, he's pretty isolated as far as <laughs> no. I mean, he's not a very online guy. No, 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 no. Like, well, okay, all right. Was that a double visa joke? Is that what that was? Honestly, I had no clue where you were going with that. Um, okay, great. I no, he's he's in the in the union sphere of like who's online. Corey is very far down on the list, which I can appreciate in a lot of ways. And so I, it, it sort of makes sense that three random guys that don't really know him don't really keep tabs on his children and how many of them there are or lack thereof. I'm sure there's at least three sort of off-center people in the fan base that do, but we're not them, so there's And then especially adding in that we, along with many other people um, who are fans of the Union, thought that he would not be on the team to open the season, and here he is (laughs) scoring the equalizer to get a good road point in Minnesota. Yeah. Right, we're so so quick to jump on there and be like, hey, other teams, Mm -hmm. you need a striker. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, other teams. I know we just did this with Chicago, but like, you want to do it again? And you need guys there. You do need guys who are somewhat familiar with the system because there are going to be moments like that where you get punched in the mouth early and you've got to grind back. And it's it's nice that Corey was willing to get up there and fight for it to to put it in. And I'm glad he was rewarded by getting benched in the second game. He wasn't benched in the second game. <laughs> I know, he I'm kidding. He wasn't, he, he wasn't he didn't there. Make, yeah, he, he didn't make the squad, and, but it was the, the initial reaction before knowing that he didn't make the squad due to um, having a kid was like, oh, so got our new striker here that he's officially kicked to the curb. <laughs> We were really banging on about change last year, Jim. This seems a little extreme. <laughs> Maybe. I get it. I, you know, I get it, boss man. Big, you know, let, well, let's prove those guys, because that's what he thinks about every week, I'm sure. You know? um, <laughs> and so we got got. Hey, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, a great goal by Corey. Um, uh Glesnus so, on the cross too, correct? Yeah, your your center back could never, unless it's from, one of ours. From the and right then side? both of them could. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't from the, from the near yeah, side. I, I, What's he doing out there? Honestly, I don't. How did yeah, he get there? I mean, I'll say honestly, I don't know what he was doing like for a lot of the game because he spent more of it playing as a midfielder than a center back. But we also needed him to because <laughs> no one else felt like creating chances. But it's okay. It's the first mm-hmm. game of the season, and it's a draw on the road to a playoff team in the Western Conference. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a tough one out there. But uh, like I said, road point, good point. You take it and run. Speaking of take and run, Evan, Taking you it- take this conversation and run with it to another um- <laughs> topic. Thinking about it. I might. I might. Uh, Transition, Your your Philadelphia Union uh, play on what I'm going to refer to as a slam ball court. For the 20 people who listen to that that know what this is, hi, Pat Croce. And um, beat Montreal at the Olympic Stadium 2-1 to with... Uh, and a lot of Miami fans were having a, a good time while they forgot they were paying for him. Uh, a Julian Carranza red card. Uh, but yeah, um, an, another Finnish dude scores on the Union. Uh, and then the Union wake up, score two in the second half. Julian Carranza gets sent off. And then uh, we just kind of play good soccer, actually, down the 10 men. And uh, escape Montreal with a point. Uh, what? And then two more, sorry. Three points. Yeah, okay. Just want to make sure. Uh, I don't know why I read the goal total. And went, That's plus one, and, and <laughs> it didn't click. But I dug it. I was it. out here it's doing okay. long math. We're, I'm doing... Long edition. For the first time in my life. I'm We're in preseason four, too. That's long fine. edition, baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to uh, just clear that up, uh, that, that goal, the equalizer in the Minnesota game, it did come off a set piece, but it was like sort of Glesnus kind of break 
the the play broke down. It that, made its way whole... out to him because he had to make his way out there. So it does make more sense that he was over there because I was really curious. That whole recycling off a of set pieces thing that we really like to do, you know. Yes, yes. Uh, but Montreal, I mean, it, you know, it's it's what you want to it's what you want to see a team do when they want to mm-hmm. fight back with a Carranza getting like his first real chance to shine in that role with his speed and to be able to put in good balls. It's great. His work rate in the press was awesome. Uh, Gazdag had a pretty solid game as well. And then you get to sub on new guy and see that he's way faster than most people in MLS. So you were so happy about how to say his name and you refused to say it. You know, I did it explicitly for you. So why don't you say, ah, Chuck, I'm talking about the new guy. Who's the new guy on the union? He's number seven. It's Mikel Ura. Paul, mm. the new guy on the union, number seven. Mm. What do you know about him? He's really fast. Yeah, he got a name can or create anything? chances oh, for himself. Um, yeah. So uh, he was in a one-on-one twice during that game when any former Union strikers score that goal. <laughs> uh, no. I bet you many Union strikers don't score that goal. Any, Which means uh, he fits in great already. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, let, let's, let's rewind a little bit because after, yeah, after going down um, to... Montreal's goal that doesn't matter because it just doesn't. No. Um, one Alejandro Bedoya got on the end of a ball. Oh. And sure that did. doesn't happen very often. So just, um, yeah, good to see him get his uh, one goal for the next three months and um, ride <laughs> on that. But mm-hmm. yeah, Kurt. Cur- Carranza's like bringing that bringing that ball down um, from Kai Wagner and then slotting it in mm-hmm. for Gazdog to have one of the easiest finishes that he'll have of the season um, of his career, and especially just like literally in that minute time span because that was after Mihalovic's goal was ruled out. Um, just allowed, yeah. Just taking control of that game and then bunkering for the next basically 25 minutes after Kranz was then dismissed for a second yellow, even though the first yellow, you can argue, wasn't a yellow. But, I mean, whatever. It's too early in the season to start arguing about um, cards because we're going to get a lot of them, and most of them will be 50-50 chances. Yeah, I believe the technical term MLS wants us to start using is kitten soft. So we can mm-hmm. check back mm-hmm. on that later on when someone gets suspended in evaluating yep. those fouls. But yes, you know, what do you do? I, I love that he's willing to go so late into games and still throw in challenges to try to, you know, disrupt an easy build up. I mean, it shows, you yep. know, his fitness and a credit to his work rate. How many union uh, forwards in the past would have done that? <laughs> uh, I'm just sir. No, sir. Sergio would have just not answer that question. He might have gotten hurt doing it, but yeah. he'd do it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it'd be a really nice like effort for a tackle. He'd slide past it, we'd clap for him, and then his hamstring <laughs> would be on the ground. Yeah. Um two things on my end. Um oh my god, Nate Harriel. And then uh number two, nice to see Alejandro Bedoya, speaking of things that hold me do once every three months, put in his best game of the year. Um, this early in the season. Oof, what um, slander of your captain. We listen, I wasn't <laughs> mad I wasn't mad when he was incorrectly ruled as not the goal scorer and the TSM broadcast gave it to Leon Flock. Yeah, I was uh, pretty content with being like, oh, sweet, well, that's, Leon yeah. scoring goals right. now. See, wouldn't, awesome. Don't we want our king of Leon to score goals? Yes, my narrative is playing out perfectly. Yeah, I'm fine if yeah. neither defensive midfielder knows how to hit the back of the net. Mm. Certainly not going to be Jose. <laughs> he he would punch it. Like, he can hit it, just not in a way that's conductive to playing. Oh, football. give me a hand of God goal from Jose Martinez. No, no, no. No, I mean, he would literally me. walk through the goal line and punch the back of the net in some kind of ritualistic thing. Oh, that's how he yeah, yeah, hits yeah. the back of the net. Yeah, 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 yeah. Evan but not like he would hit it with the ball from his foot from a distance in front of the goal that would make a you know, right, that also I had to, I had to catch <laughs> like a large majority of the game via Twitter. What formation did the union end the game in? Um, with Olivier and Baizo oh, being uh, subbed on, but a uh-oh. midfielder leaving. So, but it wasn't yeah. a back five really because no, no one out there could actually play. <laughs> Another sided center back role. It's like a staggered four four one, like a four, and then the next four are above them, but just shifted over a little bit so that in case they needed to, they could kind of like stack into each other. I it it worked. Um. Uh. Uh. Okay. Okay. Here we go. A four one three one. And I know what you're thinking. It's not. It's it's four at the back, and then the one after that first four is Olivier and Baizo standing right on top of Nathan Harriel, just in case there's some kind of overload coming from Montreal. Um, I also just hate watching these two teams play each other. For any reason well like i so i'm always like oh like montreal like i i've watched these two teams play each other in both countries in fact um so you'd think i wouldn't keep doing this to myself given you know i I kept doing it to myself i don't think montreal deserves all the praise they get for like unlocking the union when i never feel like they're dangerous until they score some sort of eagle montreal is playing senior citizen Kai Kamara as their striker at everything yes. about I mean, there's that. what Montreal yeah. does on paper is great. And they are, yep. they, well, they are an analog Until. to the union two plus years ago because they do everything right, yeah. except put the ball in the back of the net and somehow, and I mean, and somehow even without them doing that, Mihailovic got 14 assists last year, which is absolutely incredible. 
Um, yeah. Which is just nuts. But he's quite good. Everything that's not him on that team can be replaced and you wouldn't miss it. And uh, and it's like, they have good players and Nancy's a good coach, but they still mm. just need to spend money on better players. And like, that's basically what the union are finally doing. <laughs> These are also just two teams that every time they meet, bring out the worst in each other. Um, Cause it's like, no matter what mm-hmm. Montreal, it's, it's basically like when the new, the union play new England, um, both teams yeah. just real don't particularly want to play each other, grind, grind it down and just produce quite possibly the worst soccer games imaginable outside of the three, three draw against Montreal way back when that was rock bottom for the union, because that should have been a three, nothing win. Yeah. Um, Oh, uh, Paul, I know you're, I know you're paying attention. Mm hmm. Would you like a minute to talk about Ray Gaddis? I mean, what's to say? He doesn't play for us anymore. You know, I, I just, he's on the same the field as uh-huh. quite possibly um, the most opposite player of him in Jeff Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, Man, I don't want to like wish ill will on a soccer player on a podcast. I want to see Ray. If I had I to see somebody, Ray Gaddis Jeff- beat the shit out of Jeff Cameron this year. Because it's coming. I would love that. Um, Because even this this past weekend, when Cincinnati almost drew a game and kept a clean sheet. Yep. Jeff Cameron used his hands. Oh, my hands here. Yeah. Anyway. I want to give Pat Noonan a lot of credit um, for, for on and off the field things he's um he's really has done well in all those departments um (laughs) up until now no because no no, no, i'm sorry (laughs) no paul you're finished i'm not laughing at that together in a a back line is a isn't an idea i just i don't see where the error didn't come up in that process like why the flag was not immediately raised. Uh, maybe I'm not. <laughs> maybe I'm just giving him too much credit. What if we're not just honing in on the fact that there might not be a nicer person in the world than Ray Gaddis? I don't disagree. And he's just able to kind of go about his business as usual. I was not laughing at giving Pat Noonan credit. I, I don't mean to burst out laughing the second you said I want to give Pat Noonan a lot of credit as you were saying that I was thinking about what if what if uh, 
what if Jim Curtin becomes like the Bill Belichick of MLS where it's like you're good, but all of the assistants that get poached to go coach other teams are in fact not good. I mean, that would, that would be, it would (laughs) be amazing because it would just show how much Jim Curtin actually does. But also I don't want to wish that on Ryan Richter when he goes elsewhere eventually. (laughs) Well, that that was my other thought is it's like, we really like Pat Noonan. We have a, a person who I think all three, of us have known for a very long time that's that's in the coaching staff uh um uh yeah phil Phil i i'm sure is a lovely person i don't want that to happen to him either there you know so many different what happens to cleverson there's so many different what ifs that come about jim Curtin is the bill belichick of mls that i just wanted to play in that world for a minute and then does he go to the you know he was the drip guy or whatever and he, he had the fit, he's got the shoes, and then does he just go, like, like you know, cut the sleeves off the hoodies and then wears, like, I don't know, um, what were the shoes? Nike oh Decades, were those the shoes that were the thing in the, uh, oh in, the in the cult? Whatever that was. I want to see that him was... sign a designer deal with, like, New Balance and just mm. bring back, like, the vintage dads, but with yeah. well, I very mean, swaggy colors. J- Jim Curtin I'm, spends I'm en- enough years here and. uh we're going to see that wardrobe change because he'll hit 50. <laughs> mm. He can be styling in that age, though. I I hope it's something crazy. I hope he starts dressing like Steven Tyler on the sidelines. like Crocs. Yeah, just Crocs. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all he's doing nowadays. He's walking around his mansion just yeah. in Crocs. He's living in a movie. I mean, leave leave him around Jose Martinez enough and something very interesting will pop up. Yeah. Oh, Frank (laughs) Ocean. Anyway, soccer. Soccer, Right. We are doing more soccer things. We saw. um, Well, I mean, going back, we we did at least do Philadelphia Union adjacent because anytime you talk about Cincinnati or Colorado, who also helped the Union over this past weekend, um, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but great to see Atlanta Mm. lose any day of the week. Okay, Um, but. Yeah, anytime you talk about those teams, you're enough in the union sphere that you're not actually detracting from the conversation. Uh, We saw the good (laughs) and the bad of Andre Blake against Montreal, though, as he was caught in no man's land on their opener that literally, if he stepped three inches to his right, he catches he could have, yeah, could have just put his hand up, and he was right there. I, I went back and watched it a bunch of times, and I'm like, I want to see when his eyes like meet the ball. You know, like I, I really yeah. want to. It's see over his shoulder at that point. What that is, and when it happens, you go, "Oh man, bud, it's right there." <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's it's Blake. You know, you didn't lose the game. He gets one. Is if you're gonna get one, isn't yeah, it time it, to get one? It's just one? it's just always funny because for like how much of a good goalkeeper he is, he's good for two to three of those a season. So I mean, just get him out of the way early. Yeah, get him out of the way now. Absolutely. 
And then the game coming up this weekend. Oh, it was supposed to be a reunion. We were Saturday. Be, we were March supposed to see an 12th. old friend, but he had prior plans. He decided to he's, kill someone on a field. Well, he's pulling a reverse Ben Simmons. With that. Your <laughs> union are going to take on the San Jose Earthquakes. And I was going to say, hey, not only is Julian Carranza not going to be there, uh, Mira Montero is not... Oh, I get to Ben Simmons now. Mira Montero is not going to be there either because of the red card. And the, the Quakes have not said whether or not he will be there on the bench. Um, we at least know he won't be filing out, a grievance but, against uh, the Philadelphia Union. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, he's probably just coming back to pick up like the rest of his boxes and stuff. I can't imagine yeah. he got everything on the first try. Say hi to a couple people. No moving uh, service is that good. Yeah, no. And if you are, then I'm sorry for slandering you. Please send me your information. Um, mm, mm. I don't ever want to play San Jose. Like, there's just nothing to like about this game. I, I'm... I'm excited okay. for whatever Mateus Almeida is going to say about the game because just as he's just doing a entire scorched earth exit from the team, um, his, his quotes are just truly amazing. Like um, when Hector Herrera signed yeah. for, for Houston, he's just like uh, basically – yeah, they're they're blessed. Like he, their coach is blessed to have a team that actually supports him, <laughs> insinuating that his does not. <laughs> um, and I I truly just want to know like what he has yeah. on the San Jose front office for him not to have been fired yet for everything that has been done. But I could easily see um, Mikel Ura scoring. Re- realistically scoring a hat trick in this game with how open it will be. Probably. Um, and notoriously, Jim Curtin is a coach killer. In the past couple of years, the day after playing Philadelphia Union opponents, I believe upwards of five or six coaches have been relieved of their duties. I would look at I would look into Almeida's that because not getting I fired distinctly after remember what like sometime last year going if he hasn't been, if he hasn't been fired, if he hasn't been fired yet, I'm not going to put it in. Unless, like, I feel no. He's going to throw a ball. He's going to pull him Jesse he, and throw a ball at uh, Jim Curtin. I firmly believe be rough. that he could go to the center of the pitch, take a shit, curse out San Jose, and still coach that team next week. Yes. I mean, <laughs> test that theory, please. <laughs> Paul, uh, I want to be I, to be a fly <laughs> on a seat in that stadium. <laughs> what? You're just gonna be there? No, 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 no. That doesn't work for the metaphor right now. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. You want to be a fly that lands on it? Just. <laughs> It's the greatest. It's the greatest league in the world. It's the greatest league in the world. 
Paul could have said, oh man, that would be really funny if it happened this weekend because I'll be there. Instead, he went for a fly metaphor, and now one can infer that not only does Paul want to be there and see it, Paul wants to be a fly and really get in there. That's history, um, baby. Which is history. There's, this is troubling. Um, Needless to say, no. I will actually be at that game on Saturday. Yeah, same. Uh, uh, Almedia's only leaving for a job mm-hmm. in Liga MX. And I think he's only leaving for like three jobs in Liga MX. Um, wants nice job security, not just any job security. He wants nice job security and he wants like big, like big, big Mexican clubs. So he wants Club America or he wants. Well, they don't want him. Um, I don't know. Chivas could probably use the help, but like, I don't know. Also, there's a no, possibility they get an like point. never plays again. Um, what happened? Unfortunately, I I had to yeah, write dog. about slap on um, wrist. All of the uh, God. Um. Mm-hmm. Chuck trying to Tec- find how much he cares. Yeah. Difficulties. Difficulties. I could have <laughs> still talked then, but just going when you can't hear people is the worst. Um, but yeah, it's, mm. it's just like, it's so yeah. hard to wrap my head around one, not only the violence that actually occurred in Liga Maggie's, but then the absolute, yeah. like, I I can't really say Nothing. lack of a response because the league has imposed some sanctions, some. Um, but one of the things yeah. is that the the team is being fined a sum of one point five million pesos. That's seventy thousand dollars. Um. Players in Major League Soccer get fined that much for swarming a ref. Oh. And people more than likely died. Yeah. Yep. Calvin Ridley is on his way to Mexico. Did you have to make a joke there? I actually had something for that. But oh, I'm sorry. Fun. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, sports gambling is probably not a big deal down there. If yeah, you no. didn't find that much, sure. Yep. Yes, Calvin Ridley would oh, make a killing oh God. in oh Mexico. God. Whoa, whoa, Thank whoa, you, whoa. Evan. Whoa. Whoa. No. Whoa. No. Um, what? Wait, yeah, what? The, no, There's just the... Um, All right. Yeah, uh... <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. What so just happened? We Paul apologize for any wording during this podcast. Um, it was no. It was obviously not spoken mostly by Paul. Happened that way. Um, considering we very clearly do not condone nope. fan violence. Um, and just no the events that happened, especially. I mean, especially considering that, like. Even for Union fans, they had a great a great away trip to Mexico um, last last year for Concacaf yes. Champions League. But like the mm. the things that keep coming out of here from just violence from their actual supporters groups and that 
nothing really happens. It's just like, yeah, yeah, very strange. Uh, anyway, to go back to the game about the team that plays close to the the, the Mexico border and is coached by an Argentinian who spent a lot of time in Mexico. Um, when Francisco Calvo has two goals, not great. Wait, he scored two? Oh, my God. Yep. Or or was the first one? No, no, he got two. Right? He's been credited with two. Yes. Oh, was one of them? Wait, no. This is the most thrilling podcast. Yeah, no, he got he got the history. he got both the ones. Yeah, he got both the ones late game for San Jose. Um, when he's doing that, like I think Jeremy Abobisa is is a really or sorry Abobisi is a really strong player. Um, but they don't have I mean, like their number one. I mean, individually, sort of I like playmaker now, a lot of the players on San Jose. Yeah. Um, it's Tons in whatever system and directions that Almeida is giving them and forcing them to do, including... Um, or lack thereof. Like, crap, what was their actual lineup last week? Because my favorite thing is seeing who that's not a center back, he decides to play at center back. Yeah, go ahead. Do you want me to do you want me to read it off? You're back for Paul Marie, Jackson Yule, Francisco Calvo, um, and then Marcos I mean, Lopez. So Marcos so Jackson Yule was at, at least at like right back instead of center back this time. Oh no, nope, never mind. Oh, and uh yeah, he oh god. No, center yeah, back. So exactly. <laughs> like he Yeah. <laughs> and like I don't think Jan Gregus is a better center. No, I mean, I, I, Unless I could see happened. if you play, you'll okay. add an eight and Gregus at the 10, but. No. Do we get that now? This I don't weekend? know what we get. I, I, I don't bother to try and predict their yeah. lineups because they don't make sense. I mean, yeah. you'd hope they'd go in with a plan against Philly because it's not a good idea to go up against them and just try to do something. They're you know, not you better that be much good younger at it. to like. The, uh, I don't know. Um, anyone have any? Any? I mean, I already predicted a a hat trick for our new striker. So four two Philly. You did. Yep. I'm going to go 3-0. I, I think it's going to be comprehensive. I'll take a comfy 3-1. As much as I'd like to clean like sheet. How we're, but... we're all predicting goals for um, yeah. a game that Optimistic. the Union were basically giving goals, away tickets please. for. And... <laughs> um... It was nice to see the sort of response to uh, Ur's uh, movement 
kind of be the the thing a lot of people took out of it instead of his not finishing. Um, yeah. Shout out Danny Higginbotham for like pointing it out, I guess. But yeah, like if you would have told me he had two one-on-ones against a goalkeeper in his first week, I would have been like, yeah, that's, we need that. Like this movement's been really dynamic and it's like, good. Cause we need that. Cause we have six other guys on the field that um, can move the ball. I'm assuming in you a way pa- that'll I'm, get him. I'm service. assuming you pair um, Ferg, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Him and him and Sergio yeah. Santos yeah. sounds like a little bit too much that can go wayward up top. Yeah, I like him with Burke initially, and then if that doesn't bear any fruit, I think you can do something with um, Santos. Well, I mean, if that if, if that doesn't position. work, that's a very easy situation in which um, either Pax comes in at forward or. Gazdok slides up because as I mean, as you saw from the brief period of just um, Carranza and Santos up top, he is tailor made for forwards that actually know how to move and get into the box quickly. Hmm. Here's hoping we only have to have this striker conversation for one game. That'd be cool. Just, That'd be really nice. You Kranza know that on yeah. this team, we will have this striker conversation way more times than we would like to. Because even last season, there was really no striker conversation to have yeah. when everyone was healthy because it was Santos and Shabilko. But. Well, Yeah. But I just mean, exactly. we're going to have this that conversation because things, one, things will happen. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Two, there's only going to be a period period of time in which people are um, happy with Carranza's lack of goal scoring um, before they start calling for other strikers, no matter how wrong mm-hmm. that may be. Good thing Tanner's not listening to them. Yeah. Hey, and uh, speaking of people he's not listening to, I think that's a good cue for us to get out of here. Yeah, probably. He's probably tired of listening to us by now. Yeah, I mean, he he packed it long ago. Yeah. So, um, until then, Hey, if you if you see us uh, at the game on Saturday, don't be shy. Say hello. Um, we're sort of nice, I guess. So we'll say hi back or whatever, and just or honestly, I'll just do that thing where I look at you awkwardly and then go, "Oh shit!" And then I don't know. We fist bump I won't or do that. I'll say hello. Don't let Evan. <laughs> Paul Paul will say hello and he'll be very nice. I will be just sort of amused and 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 freaked out that someone listens. And to I us won't and be cares there enough to stop me and tell me they <laughs> like it. Um, so do it if you see him. Yeah, do it for a lot. Sure. Do it a lot. Um, uh, and then, uh, yeah, if you need to get in touch at VFTB Pod, it's the place you do that. Um, you can also find uh, Chuck at Chuck Blue Sport. He writes eight hundred things every week, and they're all pretty good. Uh, I think you're just... undervaluing eight hundred. Nine hundred. There's, there's a lot more, and they're all 
pretty good, um, which is saying something because between the two of us, Paul and I could probably only get to one good article every month and a half. Um, so, <laughs> and then luckily, Paul been, is, Paul's been writing that too, so that's that's cool. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll leave. So uh, for Justin, who's who's editing this and making it all sound as good as it can given the circumstances. Um, for Paul, for Chuck, and Evan, and uh, after that convincing and comprehensive union victory, we'll talk to you guys um, sometime in the not so distant future. You have just listened to an episode of Season 4 of Views from the Bridge. You can find us all over the internet, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at VFTBPod. Thanks to our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier of MLS, USL, and U.S. Soccer. Get custom scarves for your Uber team at RoughneckScarves.com. We're also sponsored by Robbie over at Icarus FC. Icarus will make the custom kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Get started at IcarusFC.com. Do you enjoy the show and want to support us? There are two ways. You can head to Design Tree at dsgntree.com slash VFTB for all of our latest merch. Or you can just buy us a coffee or beer at Ko-Fi, ko-fi.com slash VFTBpod. Thanks for your listening and your support. Views from the Bridge is also a podcast of the Beautiful Game Network at bgn.fm. Head over there to find all kinds of soccer writing, content, and other podcasts. For Evan Villela, Chuck Booth, and Paul Catrino, I'm Justin Ashcraft, signing off.